everybody and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt and I'm your host. Today we're talking about the fear of dying. So uh, this is a one fear that a lot of people have. Actually, you know, it's one of the top two fears. Next to public speaking, fear is the next one. And so I'm going to show you a little bit about how uh, actually everything is related to this fear of dying, uh, about, you know, creating safety and security in your life, which is not a bad thing, but we're really going to flush that out a little bit. I'm going to share some stories and examples of uh, some coaching clients that I'm working with and how their fear of death really keeps them playing small, if you will, in life. And I'm going to share a little bit about my experience where I actually died for three minutes and how that changed my perspective on the dying process as well as the living process. And then at the end, I'm going to give you two different, I guess, strategies, if you will. Uh, One is to work with me a little bit closer and the other one is um, to do some uh, real reflection uh, for yourself and try to figure out how does the fear of death really show up for you? Okay. So if you've been stuck in any area of your life, which most of us have, right, that's part of the human condition, it could be that you have this fear of dying. So let's talk a little bit about that. And maybe you can get a, um, a little bit more awareness around that. Okay. Awesome. Enjoy. I worked with a coaching client yesterday who was stressed and worried and really anxious about the present and the future. And it became clear that she was very worried about her health, her wealth, her relationships, and especially her safety and security. So after chatting for a few minutes, I had an aha moment. You know, the, the fear of death, loss, and being hurt really keeps us from our best life. And when you remove that fear, everything else seems to fall into place. At, so uh, almost 12 years ago now, um, <laughs> I think I've shared this uh, on the podcast before, but I gave birth to my youngest child, so actually on the 10th, um, in a very dramatic and traumatic way. Now I'm going to spare you the details for the moment. However, I clinically died for three minutes and I had an experience where I could tell you who was in the room, what they said and what they did to my body. Then after that, I was, um, I guess you could say transported to somewhere And had a discussion with my mother who had actually died several months prior to that. And let me just say that when I died, there was no fear. There was only peace. There was no pain. There was only warmth and joy. And there was no wondering about my loved ones. There was only this overwhelming happiness, wholeness, and security. I've actually never felt better in my life. And often when I'm having a bad day, I actually will go back and try to, you know, relive that and remember those feelings. The only pain, fear, and worry I had was actually when I felt like I slammed back into my body and came back to life. 
Now, this is not an isolated experience. If you really look into other experiences of near death or actual death and rebirth, you'll find similar stories. The one thing I know since going through this wonderful and beautiful thing is that life is all extra. Uh, just being here is our purpose. We don't have to be anything. We don't have to do anything. We don't have to have anything or kind of be somebody, right? We already are something. And there's no wrong way to do anything. Just be yourself, do your best, and try to love yourself and other people. That's it. That's what this life is in a nutshell. So safety and security is really a myth. It's an illusion. And actually, we don't need it. Now, I know that there's somebody, you know, kind of connecting with these words right now, and you have a lot to say on the contrary. But let me break it down a little bit. When you feel like you have to have the right job or make the right amount of money or live in the right neighborhood, whatever that is, right? Because you're not going to be safe or secure. You're really admitting that you have a fear of dying. Okay, so you say, Michelle, what, what in the world do you mean? Well, you know, after I died, I realized that this hamster wheel life, right, doesn't mean anything. The things we worry about mean nothing. Every single one of us will end up in the same place that I did. Peace, joy, happiness, connectedness, regardless of what you do here. Actually, you, you don't even have to wait to die for that. You can have it now, regardless of your circumstances or your bank account balance. We all have a choice about every single thing that happens in life. Okay, that one idea right there can can literally change your life. So I'll give you an example. Uh, yesterday, I did a site K balance with a client. Now, I have talked about site K before on the, the podcast. In, an, in a nutshell, site K is a, a belief changing modality, if you will. It really helps your brain um, to kind of come into what we call a whole brain state meaning, um, you know, you have your, the left side of your brain and the right side of your brain and do very different things. Uh, we, through the balance, we, we come into whole brain state in order to process emotions, feelings, events, traumas, uh, so that you can have a greater awareness. Um, and honestly, if I could give up everything else that I've ever learned in life and just keep psyche, I'd be very successful and happy. So I was doing a psyche balance with a client and it's called the life bonding balance. And its sole purpose is to help you process any fear or stress around the birth, life, and especially death experience. It's a beautiful way to experience what I did without the dying part. Okay. Every time I do this balance with someone, they have some sort of revelation about how the other side is so amazing. And uh, usually after, you know, I'll be honest, some difficulty and trepidation, uh, you know, processing some of these things because it's not always uh, easy. It's very simple, but not easy. So it's, it's, um, it can be very challenging to do this balance, but the other side of it is really, really beautiful. So 
after that, they realize that they have a choice about when and how to die. Some people they experience during this balanced death as uh, maybe an accident or uh, maybe, uh, you know, maybe they're assaulted in some way and they realize that they can go quickly. They have that choice. Uh, some people actually have a vision of themselves as, you know, maybe a hundred years old and surrounded by family. And it's just such a peaceful experience. Some people realize that there are several times in their life when they can choose to kind of exit, if you will, but they don't have to if they don't want to. Uh, this revelation of choice at death really reverberates throughout the rest of their life. You see, if you can have a choice of when, how, and in what way you die, then you can have a choice about anything. If you have no choice about one of the most pivotal points in your life, how can you truly be safe and secure in any area of your life? So for me, I'm not afraid of dying. Now, you know, I actually really, really look forward to it. I am not suicidal by any means, okay? So don't reach out to me and say I'm very concerned for you. I'm not suicidal. I know I have a lot left here on this earth to do. And I know that when my time comes and I choose to go, it's going to be one of the most beautiful things I've ever experienced. This insight or, or awareness, if you will, helps me to live my life in a very different way than most people. For one, I realized that I had to start my own business and do the things I was called to do so I could experience more joy, regardless of what my bank account says. And I'll be honest with you that there are times as an entrepreneur, just because, you know, you're making investments, you've got cash flow going and, and you look at your bank and you're like, okay, uh, I'm not so sure how it's going to work out, but I know it is, right? And I've also walked out a healing journey and as a part of that, I've had to release a lot of people in my life because I realized that they only wanted me to be safe and secure by their standards rather than them encouraging me to be the best version of myself and serve others at a high level, right? <laughs> Recovering people pleasers unite. <laughs> and I've, I've started various groups and created courses of study where people can come and they can learn about themselves. They can connect with other people and they can gain skills for servant leadership. In short, really, dying has helped me to live a, a more rich and meaningful life. Now, I can hear somebody now saying, Michelle, I don't want to have to flirt with death to figure this out. So what can I do? Well, I'm glad you asked. So there's two things. The first thing is try to pay attention to when a fear of death or loss or being hurt shows up. Just paying attention will give you insights into your own individual patterns. So for example, I had another client of mine um, and he seems to always have issues when his boss gives him feedback. Now, he doesn't have a fear of feedback. He has a fear of death. His subconscious brain takes him on this journey by telling him a story that feedback will lead to his death. What do you mean, Michelle? Well, 
So his brain says that, hey, listen, uh, feedback means that you're doing something wrong. And if you're doing something wrong, at some point your boss is going to fire you. You're going to lose your job. And if you lose your job, you know, how are you going to be able to pay your bills? See that safety and security thing come up, right? And if you don't pay your bills, then your family um, and and you, you're going to be poor. And if you live a, a poor life, you know, at some point you're going to get sick and, and you're going to die right? See, our brains are very tricky. Uh, our ego kind of steps in and says, hey, listen, I'm trying to keep you safe here. So this whole feedback thing, it's not good for us. So the this fear really keeps him playing small until he confronts that fear. He'll always avoid feedback or try to constantly be better, which may lead to competition with other people in the workplace or workaholism, right? Putting more time and effort in than, than maybe you should, or maybe even a mental breakdown. So his fear of death, ironically, can lead to an early death. But what would happen if he didn't fear feedback? He may truly enjoy his job and the people he works with, causing him more joy and peace, which may actually extend his life. You see how all of this is interrelated? So the second thing that you can do is you can book a session with me. If you would like to go through a similar experience that I and several of my clients have without the dying part, okay, you can book a session and let's spend some time together, okay? Usually it takes about 45 minutes-ish uh, depending on, on, you know, how things go for you. Some people are a little quicker. Some people are a little longer. Um, but really think about this. How would your life look different if after one hour you could see life through a similar perspective as me after dying? What would happen if you weren't so afraid all the time? See, one thing is for sure that how you look at dying influences your living and you have a choice. So what will you choose for you and your loved ones today? Okay, so I will go ahead and leave my email in the description. Please, if you want to reach out about having a session with me, let me know. Uh, we'll, we'll make that happen, okay? Awesome. Hey, thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate it. I hope that this was valuable for you today and got you thinking a little bit about, hey, what do I think about dying and how is that influencing my living? So with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper, have an amazing day, and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.